It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. You have your showers in the morning at night. Doesn't matter. It's better to have it without electricity involved. No, I don't know who thought this was a good idea. An electrical shower head. Apparently it heats the water up as it comes out if you don't have a hot water heater. You can buy these things on Amazon for a minute. They're from WMLBK brand, and they were recalled by Health Canada because the wiring inside doesn't have the right protection, and you can get electrocuted. What a stupid idea. And the dumbest thing here is this recall is for only 16 suckers that fell for it. <laughs> only 16 people bought this stupid 16 thing. 16 of these things were actually sold on Amazon.ca. Good Lord, man. I would never fall for this. I look at the picture and I would think, well, that's a dumb idea. An accident waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, mixing water and electricity seems kind of dangerous. It's like drinking and driving or visiting Grand Bend. Remember Ocean Gate a couple weeks ago? Oh, yeah. We were so young. So I'm not sure they needed to do this, but they released a statement on their webpage saying, we're not going to do any more trips, basically. That's what happens when you take a (laughs) crappy submersible down to the Titanic and it kills five people. It's probably for the best. I doubt people are flocking to the webpage to get on the waiting list. Gosh, I wouldn't go down there in one of those little propane tanks or whatever they were kidding, flying down there. (laughs) I wanted to be stuck inside a freezing vessel to see a wreckage. I take Matt Hussey's minivan to Carlo. Where's my rim shot? (laughs) If I wanted to die in the murky depths, I'd become Fatty's proctologist. (laughs) (laughs) Cell phones have been around for a minute now. They're in films in the 80s. Some people had them. You had to be rich. Now you don't have to be rich. Everybody's got a a smartphone, right? Yeah, pretty much. Got the whole world in your pocket. So these things have a history now. And the Smithsonian Museum... In Washington, D.C., it's the Natural History Museum, but they have a display now on the history of cell phones, including some of the early fat ones that you saw in Saved by the Bell episodes. Zach Morris had one of those big ones. Or the old police uh, shows, you know. They would be the only ones that had these things. Things weighed literally two pounds. It was a two-pound cell phone. Yeah. Put it to your face. Barely lift it. You remember your first cell phone? Yeah, I think it was like a razor. It was one of those flip phones. Motorola razor. Yeah, everybody had a razor. Didn't do much. That was your first one? Yeah. We just kept it in the car for emergencies. We didn't really even use it. That was like my third phone. We were late to the game. Okay. My first phone was the Nokia 5110. It was the one just before they got the vibration feature. So I didn't have vibration, but it had snake on it, which was nice. That was a game. But I, uh, yeah, snake. Yeah. You eat the dot and the snake gets longer. But I didn't get any phone calls from girls not like now on my uh on my samsung phone where i still don't get phone calls from girls but at least i have crippling debt up in the muskokas there's an island called fawn island it's got five houses on it and some deer apparently it's got a few deer (laughs) 32 million bucks that it well you could start your own commune you can invite a bunch of people up and why was commune your first thought not like all your family could live there why, why was a commune i thought we thought it would be fun to be a cult leader i don't have to shower with other people well it why might would... be part of the rules in the cult who knows what other rules are there in this fawn island cult <laughs> i don't know i'll make them up as i go you gotta dance together every night every person who comes to the island has to marry mad hussy man or woman so it's not sexist 32 million bucks, five houses, seems extravagant. I mean, sleeping indoors, not a billionaire. That grocery store rebate a lot of us got. A lot of us getting scammed out of it, too, evidently. 
The Canada Revenue Agency says they've already gotten reports of some calls, emails, text messages from scammers saying, hey, we're going to give you the grocery store rebate. Just click this link and then give us your banking information. Yeah, that's right. Your banking information. Yeah, we want to put it right on your credit card. Yeah, or so bank. give us all that. Oh. And your address. And uh, does your husband have any credit cards? Yeah, we need more credit cards. We want to spread them out amongst five credit cards at least. Here's an easy way to determine if something is a scam. Number one, are they calling you? It's a scam! Yeah, Nobody wants to call you. Why would anybody want to talk to you? You're not that interesting. It's a scam. Anybody calls you, scam. Even if it says your doctor's office, scam. Yeah. Does Your child, scam. What's the point in even having a phone? Just text, man. All these weird stories happen in Florida. Oh, the killer sinkhole's back. Have you ever heard of this sinkhole in Safner, Florida? It's kind of a famous story from 2013. This guy named Jeffrey Bush, he was 36, just sleeping in his bedroom. And a sinkhole opens up underneath his house. His brother hears him screaming. But ah! Sinkhole! This is a true story. Comes into the room and the whole bed and his brother swallowed up. They never did find the body. You would think they just- wouldn't build a house around this sinkhole after this tragedy, but evidently there's still more stuff around this sinkhole? No, the sinkhole opened up. I'm pretty sure they didn't build the house over it again. Okay, so what's happening now then? They have it all, like, caution tape around it. It's 12 feet by 12 feet now, but the one that swallowed this poor guy, it was like a 100-foot sinkhole. Okay. Just swallowed up the house and the, the guy in it. I wouldn't mind dying in my sleep, but not by sinkhole. It just opened up again. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it hasn't killed anybody. No, it hasn't come for people yet. Okay, that's good. That's good. Thank goodness. This is a bad story about a sinkhole, but sometimes there are good sinkholes. Yeah. So you were camping in the Pinery in Grand Bend. Yeah, and over the weekend, there was a rather large sinkhole in Sarnia by Indian Hills Golf Course. Busy area there by Highway 21. And it saved us from an awkward situation. So what happened was my brother-in-law, they invited us to go camping with them. And so they were going camping in part to get out to nature, but also to get away from their puppy for a few days because, the you know, it's a puppy and just need a break from the puppy. We didn't know this. And my wife had invited uh, unintentionally the puppy sitter, which happened to be their mother. <laughs> so she invited mom to come. And since mom was the puppy sitter, she was going to bring the puppy to, then, the, to the puppy getaway. To the puppy getaway. And it would have been awkward for us. We would have loved to, to have seen her. We love her. But also, the it would have, might have ruined the camping trip. And it would have been awkward for us. Like, what? You invited the person that was looking after our puppy? They came upon this sinkhole. And the detour was just so long, they decided not to come. There you go. So the sinkhole kind of saved the day. Even though it would have been nice to, to see her. They just didn't want to see the dog. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So if you have family that's coming to an event and you don't want them to come, just bore a massive hole in the earth. Yeah, create a sinkhole. Just like Mad Hussey did or didn't do. Nothing can be proven. I had nothing to do with it. Whenever I text Matt, he always sends a couple emojis sometimes. What is it with old people and emojis? But emojis could end you up in court, Matt. Here's what happened to a farmer out in Saskatchewan. So there's a company. They were looking to get some flax. Yeah. So they put out an appeal. They said, hey, we need uh, 86 tons of flax, 17 bucks a bushel. What farmers want to take it? And there's this farmer named Chris. He said, hey, I got flax for you. 
So the company sent him a contract, and Chris gave a thumbs up to it via text. He was texting with the associate. So farmer Chris gives a thumbs up, but then doesn't deliver the flax when agreed. So the company takes him to court. And a judge agreed, hey, you gave a thumbs up emoji to the contract. Ergo, you're responsible. You have to fulfill it. A thumbs up doesn't mean, yes, I have flax. It does to a Saskatchewan judge. I know, that's scary because sometimes I just put a thumbs up to tell the person, yeah, I saw your text. That's all it means. You got to be careful, buddy. I know. Going to court soon. So for you farmers, this is just to clear things up. The thumbs up emoji means, yes, I agree. The eggplant emoji means we'll talk terms. And the prayer hands emoji means you are DTF. So it looks like they found the guy who carved Ivan plus Haley into the Roman Coliseum a couple weeks ago. British dude. Uh, what's his name? 31-year-old Ivan Dimitrov. Uh, he's the one that did it. They tracked him down. Now they want to charge him about $20,000 because he defaced the Coliseum. The Roman Coliseum, very huge historical site. And Ivan Dimitrov has released a statement. He's an English gentleman. So I've asked that Matt read the statement in his best English accent. I admit with deepest embarrassment that it was only after what regrettably happened that I learned of the monument's antiquity. This is clearly written by the lawyer. <laughs> you read that uh, like Dumbledore? That's, that's not... <laughs> That's not the way a 31-year-old talks. That's the lawyer. Oh, no, that's a 31-year-old English person. Perhaps. They talk better in England. How would you not know it's old? Dude, it's Europe. Everything's old. It's not North America. <laughs> An old barn in Canada is 60 years old. <laughs> An old barn in Europe is 8,000 years old. <laughs> Everything there is old. They should find you based on how old it is. How old's the Coliseum? I don't know. Let's say a couple thousand anyway. Let's say 3,000 years old. Yeah. Uh, how is it like a buck for every year? Yeah, I think so. That would make sense. Charge them 3,000 pounds. <laughs> Wouldn't it be brutal if all this press made Haley break up with Ivan? Yeah. She's like, you scratched your name in the Coliseum. I don't want you anymore. I'm so sick of seeing your name all over the news. <laughs> I'm dating Greg. He carved our names into Big Ben. In a summer of wildfires here in Canada. I've had friends down in the southern United States say, dude, what's with your fires? They're ruining our day. What's with your country being on fire? It was making it cloudy down in Denver, in Colorado, over in California, down in Florida, across the sea in England. I know, and this affects us here too in Godridge because the sunsets are kind of lame. When all that smoke's in the air. They got kind of hazy. There was a couple days last week, kind of smelled like a campfire. And the federal government says we're only halfway through wildfire season at this point. So we got another couple months of this thing. So far, 88,000 square kilometers of land have burned. Last time it was that much was 1989. So it's getting kind of bad now. But there's, try to find the silver lining in everything. Yeah. This could be a good time to start smoking cigarettes. Why? Because if anyone says you smell like smoke, you just tell them it's the wildfires. Oh. And if they say you're literally smoking a cigarette right now, you just say, yep, wildfires. <laughs> How many Instagram followers do you have? I have about a thousand maybe. All right. There's this guy on TikTok. His name's Anthony Gagne out of Montreal. I think he's got more than you. Yeah. And he got uh, charged recently with attempted public mischief. Because I guess he makes a series of TikTok videos where he tries to get police attention. Oh. And the one that got him charged was he rented a white unmarked van 
windowless van, and he had a sign on the side that said free candy. <laughs> and he drove it around his neighborhood in Montreal. Waiting for the police to get called. And they did. And he's charged with attempted public mischief. As if police have time to look after influencers now. <laughs> People looking for clicks. You know how there's like the special victims unit? Yeah. And all, Is there going to be an influencer unit of the police? Well, they probably need to have that. And also, getting the attention of police is not a brag. That's not a cool... I went outside without pants once, and the police were there in minutes. To be fair, I'm not a pervert. I was just very drunk and feeling especially perverted. I caught it all on video. There's a new world record out of Ontario. Kelly Hardy of Mississauga. She collects toothbrushes, of all things. She's collected 1,618 toothbrushes, which is the world record. Do we know how old she is? No, we don't. But she's old enough to have kids. And there's been talk of who's going to get the toothbrushes after she dies. You know who's going to get the toothbrushes? The landfill. Because who needs 1,618 toothbrushes? Do the kids really want this weird hobby stuff to be passed down to them? What are you going to have to throw out of your parents when your parents pass away? What's the thing you're like, that's garbage? Oh, my, my dad always picking up vinyl. And it's terrible vinyl. It's like old gospel records and stuff. No one's going to want it. Trash. My dad and mom travel a lot. I'm trying to think of a safe way to say this. He has a little statue. It's a little over a foot. And the statue has a really big dong. Why? He, he thought it was funny. I think he got it from Egypt. When my parents pass and we're going through the china cabinet that old people have, we're going to get to the statue with the giant dong and be like, who wants the dong statue? Who wants the dong statue? It's got Anyone? a huge dong. I'll take the dong you take the statue. You can split it up. <laughs> the dong is its own statue. Right. So somebody could have the statue. Another kid could have the dong. As a weird conversation. Put that in the will. Yeah. It's like, what is he talking about? I'll call my mom later. I'll be like, in your will, who's got the dong statue? Probably we, Sam. It's pretty clear out there. Not, not terribly. It's still a few clouds. We're just going to clear out today. Yeah, but at least we don't have that terrible smoke from all the wildfires. Uh, not right now, anyways. It was hurting my lungs. Yeah. But apparently, it also can hurt your eyes. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, there's been a rise in cases of pink eye. Yeah. Which normally happens when you get bacteria in your eye. But there's an ophthalmology professor says a lot of patients are getting eye irritation from the smoke. Plus, when you inhale smoke, your body reacts like an allergic reaction, which can mess up your eyes even more. Oh, so I can blame the pink eye on the wildfires. There you go, yeah. Instead of my friend's hot tub, which they clearly never cleaned. Yeah, hot tubs are nasty, right? So maybe you got pink eye, but at least everything has that smoky taste now. Mm-hmm. Mm, tastes like grandma. Charo and Mad Hussey's taking a little trip on an aeroplane later this year. I'm going to be off uh, most of next week taking a trip to Denver. I am flying Air Canada, and I wonder if I'll see this lady. Her name's Lordana Nasso, and she's made some headlines this morning because somebody photographed her holding another airline passenger's hand for a couple hours on a flight from Toronto to Zurich, Switzerland, not Zurich, Ontario, because the person was having a panic attack. So she held their hand for a couple hours, let them know everything that was going on. Okay, the engine's roaring, but that's because we're doing this. Plane's turning left, so don't be alarmed. Walking them through everything so they wouldn't have a full-blown panic attack. That's very kind. I wonder if they draw straws before the flight as to who gets to deal with the panicking passenger. Who's going to deal with the freaking out lady? I did it last time, and I barely had enough duct tape to tie them to the seat. 
That's only if they're threatening to open the plane door during the flight, <laughs> which they have done. They've duct taped somebody to the to the seat. Sounds like they got the right person though. This this woman sounds very kind. Lord and Nasso doing good. I'll be flying next week. Matt flying later this year. I have a two step method for avoiding anxiety on a plane. Step one: take six Ambien, not five, six. Step two: wake up six hours later in a hospital in Denver. It's foolproof. Police get some strange calls sometimes. I remember my wife called the police on a raccoon that was in our carport. She thought it was a burglar, so it was an honest mistake. Police in Essex, England, though, they got called because someone heard a screaming woman in a house. Like that, but it wasn't. It was actually a parrot. (laughs) And this guy that owns the parrot, he recorded the whole thing. The police coming up. I've just had uh, three police vehicles turn up in my house. And um, I might be in a bit of trouble because a concerned neighbour has been passing by telling me that there's screaming coming from my house. A woman screaming, a woman's for help. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, mate. This is brilliant. This has made made my year. Thank you very much, chap. (laughs) <laughs> he used to be a police officer, so he just thanked them and said, sorry, my parrots are a little loud. Grandparents had one of those African gray parrots. The oh, ones yeah. that, they're really good at talking, and yeah. they live a long time. And I, as a kid, I used to think my grandfather was calling me because it would talk like my grandfather, and it would call from the other room. So I'd go in, and my grandfather wasn't there. I'd be like, what? oh, it's this stupid bird. Oh, did the bird outlive your grandfather? No. Oh, that would have been weird, though. You hear your grandfather's voice after he's deceased? The bird had a heart attack because they fed it KFC growing up. For they'd real? A, yeah, because my grandfather loved KFC. He'd always give it the bones, leftover bones, and it'd like peel the rest of the meat off the bone. But isn't that how your grandfather died too? He also died of heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> this break brought to you by KFC. KFC, yeah. the heart disease food. <laughs> Oops. Matt never used Tinder, but it's a, it's a hellscape. It's terrible trying to make conversation with people who just don't know how to chat. But there is a study from Stanford Medicine. They surveyed people who are using dating apps, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid. And just about half of people are not even looking for dates. Yeah. Here's the reason they're on the dating apps. Social connectedness, entertainment, and a distraction from negative feelings. I suppose it's just fascinating to see who you match up with. It's almost like a bit of a game, right? A bit, yeah. Two-thirds are already married and in a relationship. It's fun to kind of mess with people, too. A friend of mine is on Tinder. Every once in a while, she'll hand me her phone and be like, can you message this dude? And I'll write something funny and disgusting. It's, it's, it is fun. I get the entertainment element. My son used to use it to find places to stay. He was a van lifer. And he would just message people in, in the area and say, hey, can I stay in your driveway? Did it work? Yeah. He found places to stay all the time. Like, oh, yeah, come on over to my driveway. It w- wasn't looking for dates or anything. Did he have to have sex with them? No, he was just looking for a date with a driveway. And they said, yeah, use my driveway. That's the opposite of Tinder. <laughs> How did that happen? But it makes me think there should be an app for that. Shouldn't go on dating apps, though, if you just need to talk to people and not date. You want to connect with people, you do what normal people do. Pretend to drown at the YMCA. Calgary Stampede going on. Politicians there wearing their cowboy getups as they do at the Stampede. You can tell they've 
Never worn those clothes before until the uh, Calgary Stampede was on. Yeah, it just sits in the closet until Calgary Stampede. That This is all the politicians. <laughs> we're not singling them out, but we're no. talking right now about conservative leader Pierre Poilievre because he was taking pictures with people, as they do, and there was somebody who was wearing an objectionable shirt. I won't say exactly what it said, but it was a straight pride shirt. And Pierre Poiliev and his people have issued a statement saying, we don't believe this. We represent all Canadians. You shouldn't feel bigotry. You should be free to do whatever you want, love whoever you want. And hey, fair enough. Got me thinking. We have pride festivals here in Ontario at a pride festival in Huron County, our first one this past June. You see a lot of rainbows at gay pride festivals. What would you see at straight pride festivals? Oh, God, yeah. What's, what's their colors? A lot of Travis Tritt shirts, maybe. Oh, do you think so? A lot of t-shirts tucked into blue jeans. Kid Rock shirts, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Be some people drinking Bud Light, but not as many as the Gay Pride Parade. Probably. I don't know. Either way, so if Huron County manages to get a straight Pride Parade, uh, make sure you bust out those 12-year-old jeans. So I asked Matt earlier how well he's sleeping. He says not good. Apparently, it's the case for almost half of Canadians. His financial company did a survey. They found that 49% of Canadians not sleeping well because of financial struggles. It's the money. Oh, and my bladder. Also, you said you have to pee a lot. Yeah. That's just old man stuff, right? Yeah, I got to get up to pee and then I can't get back to sleep. Prostate's the size of a melon. You got to pee every 12 minutes. And then I just lay there and think about how little money I have. (laughs) There you go. It's the stress. I think if money's causing you to lose sleep, there's an easy solution that's worked for centuries. Say it with me, Matt. Drugs. And the best part, the government sells those drugs now. So the police can't do anything about it. Drugs, the cause of and solution to all of your problems. So here in Huron County, no fire ban yet. So you want to have a campfire? You go right ahead, sweetheart. But in British Columbia, there's a temporary ban on campfires. I guess they had a rough weekend. They have drought-like conditions. They were having massive thunderstorms. 115 new fires were sparked across British Columbia. So they said just all together, hey, no campfires right now. No, you can't even have a tiki torch. No. Can't even make s'mores on that. Not that you would want to. It would be kind of gassy, wouldn't it? Maybe a little bit. So no fires. This makes me think I wouldn't even want to go camping. To me, camping's all about the campfire. When I think of camping, I think of the campfire experience. Like what about the campfire? Well, playing the guitars, chatting with your friends, the kids are making s'mores. That's where the real fun is, the campfire. You mentioned all those things and they all sound horrible. You didn't mention alcohol. Drinking beers around the campfire or just hanging out with family? I don't understand. Potentially. You got to have the fire, though. I think the alcohol is more important here. Alcohol makes everything better. Campfires, children's dance recitals, Mm. grocery shopping. True. Babysitting your nephews. Alcohol makes everything better. Alcohol, the life enhancer. Now there's a 17-year-old Canadian in trouble for defacing an ancient temple in Japan. Saw a wooden beam and thought, I'm going to write my name on the beam. And it's so not a Japanese name either. Julian. Sounds like something a Julian would do, doesn't Uh, it? Julian or a Cody. Yeah. Maybe a Daryl. Doug. No, Doug would never do that. Doug he, knows better. He needs a shorter name, though, if he's he's one of these guys that likes to deface things. Like, give him a short name, like Ian. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Kev. It's a little easier. And he's saying he's sorry now. He says, I didn't do it with the intent of harming Japanese culture. Well, that doesn't even matter. You, you shouldn't deface anything, whether it's new or old. If, if Canada wants to make reparations to Japan, we should let a Japanese tourist come to Canada 
and deface our most important Canadian heritage site. Say it with me, Matt. The, the dildo, dildo sign. sign. Those hot days. Nice to crack open a cold beer, sit on your porch. Hot weather, cold beer. It's perfect. And you might soon be able to do this at a park in Tiny Township. So the town is looking at making drinking legal in public parks. You just bring a cooler full of beer. Yeah. You have a couple. One counselor says parks should be a place for kids and adults to socialize. Kids play in the little park there. The adults can have a beer and talk to each other. Yeah, but you can socialize without a beverage. No, you can't, Matthew. <laughs> Stop saying that. I honestly don't get the reasoning here. I'm okay with at least parks not having alcohol. Do we really need alcohol in the parks? What am I supposed to do while the kids play? Well, you could play with the kids, for one. That's creepy. You can, no, like your kids. You can watch the kids. That's you, also creepy. You can play Frisbee. There's lots you can do besides drinking alcohol. You know what makes Frisbee a lot funner? Liquor. Be nice if they adopted this in Godrich, though. If there's anything Courthouse Park needs, it's more drunk people. The book taken out from a library in Massachusetts 119 years ago. What? Back in 1904, it was an elementary treatise on electricity from James Clerk Maxwell. Taken out in 1904, and it was just returned to the library this week. People barely had electricity in their homes at that time. <laughs> they were barely doing anything. It was all candlelight. I'm reading this book, see? It's about electricity. They say someday we might even have them in our homes. Why is the person you're doing from Georgia? I don't know. Maybe they'll even make electric vehicles someday. I like to imagine, it's 1904, maybe the person didn't get to the book because they died from some old-timey disease. Or electricity shock. I like to think they died of consumption. Yeah. Or like Victorian wasting disease. And then their doctor was like, oh, you have this new disease. We should set you on fire, because that's the cure for everything these days. See, now my person's from Kentucky. Might be a good day to go to the Toronto Zoo. Oh, yeah. And see the gorillas who evidently are being uh, negatively influenced by people. Well, they had to put a sign up at the gorilla enclosure telling people, stop sharing your videos with the gorillas. So, in particular, there's a 14-year-old gorilla named Nasser fascinated by people's phones. That's my dad's name. Yeah. Is it my dad? Is he on Facebook again? He is pretty hairy. He is a 14-year-old gorilla. <laughs> so what's happening is people are putting their phones up to the window. Nasser's getting up there wanting to see what's going on on the phone, and then he's not playing with the other teenagers. And so they want to keep the gorillas as natural as possible. We're supposed to go there and go down to their level. Not have them come up to our level. Okay, do we want to go down to their level? Because you told me about an experience you had at the zoo with a gorilla. Went to watch the gorillas. Within minutes, I saw this gorilla eat its own crap. Fresh, too. I asked if that was a metaphor, and you're like, no. He literally put his hand to his behind. Yep. And then put his hand to his mouth. Same hand right to his mouth like it was an ice cream cone. <laughs> So that's what they want us to see. But maybe they think the same thing. 14-year-old human showing them a TikTok video. You might be thinking the same thing. That's yeah. crap. Yeah, eating your own crap and watching Joe Rogan, pretty much the same thing. We've all been there in Huron County, on one of the highways, behind a line of traffic. Some jackass, four cars up, doing 75 and a 90. You always imagine, I wish I could fly right over them. Speed up! Yeah. We're getting closer to that dream of just flying over traffic. A California aeronautics company has been approved to start testing a flying car. Yeah, it looks like a giant fan. And it'll fly. 
apparently. Only going to cost you three hundred thousand dollars too. A measly three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Some pickup trucks cost three hundred thousand dollars. True enough, it's not bad. You can either buy a new Dodge Ram with a Hemi, or you can buy a flying car. We're going to get the flying car in our lifetime. But let's be real. There's enough <laughs> crappy drivers out there, and we've been driving for a century. Yeah, we can't even drive on the roads yet. <laughs> Thought getting your G2 was hard. Imagine a 16-year-old getting their A1, whatever the flying license is going to be called. But instead of bumping into a Prius, they're going to destroy the Clinton Hospital. Yeah. You want to fly? I would like to fly, but I don't trust people going to the skies. Do you, do you know anything about the principles of helicoptering, lift-drag rotation? I'm sure they'll make it safe until we fall out of the sky. Put a video game controller in there in a little window? Probably. See how that turned out. Go see the Titanic, too. So we knew Taylor Swift is not bringing her new tour to Canada. She announced some tour dates overseas or international dates mostly in Europe and South America. No dates in Canada, which we knew was going to happen. So Prime Minister Justin Trudeau last night responded to her tweet about her upcoming tour dates. He made a lot of references to her songs. His tweet says, It's me, hi. I know places in Canada would love to have you. So don't make it another cruel summer. We hope to see you soon. Oh yeah, making some jokes there. But I get it, if she can cross an ocean... Bring the show over there. Why can't she cross the border and come up to Toronto or Vancouver or somewhere? Who knows? It could be any number of things, or maybe she hates us. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm wondering if that tweet from Prime Minister Trudeau might prompt a song. She's very honest in her songwriting. Maybe this song will be about a handsome guy Mm -hmm. who she breaks up with because he steals her makeup all the time. The song will be called True, though. It's subtle. But you can kind of see through it. And it'll be the first music video where Taylor Swift does blackface. Oh. Matt told me not to say that joke, but he's not my mother. Down in Wingham. Oh, my goodness. Hospital emergency department in Wingham shut down for a couple hours yesterday. And according to reports, somebody threw a chair through some windows and doors at the hospital, prompted the closure. OPP were on the scene. It's since been cleared, so the emergency department now open again in Wingham. So does that mean next time I go to the ER, there'll be no chairs? <laughs> All it takes is one idiot. There'll be chairs. They'll just be bolted to the ground. Yeah, it takes one idiot. Next thing you know, things are bolted to the ground. And it- it's been a tough couple of years for healthcare workers. Pandemic, people banging on pots and pans at all hours. Waking them up. And now people are throwing chairs through doors and windows. Come on, man. You need to mess up a government building in Wingham. Town Hall's just down the street. Leave the healthcare workers alone. And it's closer to the police, so. There you go. They'll catch you. You ride your bike around. I see you on your bicycle sometimes. You got the e-bike. Yeah. Fancy pants. Well, don't advertise it. I might. It might get stolen. I'm not going to say your address. Oh. But it is in the town of Godrich. So if you see a balding man with a paperboy hat on his e-bike, that's Matt. Wave to him. Well, you won't be able to tell I'm balding because I'm wearing the paperboy hat. Yeah, but how many e-bike users in Godrich have paperboy hats? I'll have a helmet on top of that hat. So many hats. This insurance company, they say, in the summer in Canada, bike thefts rise 429%. Well, of course they do. Because we're not riding them around in the winter. That's like saying people eat 500% more watermelon in the summer. It's a dumb study. (laughs) To you bike thieves, I would say not cool. Okay, don't steal people's bikes, okay? How else are people who got a DUI supposed to get to work? You go to Canada's Wonderland this year? Have you been there yet? No. Well, we were going to go, and then I I bailed on you. 
Because you wanted to spend time with your family. Loser! Well, that, and I'm also getting a little bit older, and uh, I get a little bit sick on the rides. And then you hear stories about this. There's this amusement park down in North Carolina, and somebody filmed one of their roller coasters. One of the beams that's buried in the ground with cement goes up into the sky and holds up the roller coaster. One of those beams completely cracked, completely broken. Well, and you would think that somebody walks around those rides every day just to make sure the beams are still there. Nope. Took a person at the park to point it out. Yeah. That scares me. Thankfully, though, I looked up any news about Canada's Wonderland. It seems like all their rides here in Canada certified to be safe. Only thing going to kill you at Canada's Wonderland, dehydration from the funnel cake diarrhea. I've never been in one of these hot dog eating contests. I could maybe down five before I felt sick. Not like Joey Chestnut. He downed 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Dog and bun. And Joey Chestnut says it takes him four days to recover from it. Yeah. He's probably just laying on a couch for four days digesting those hot dogs. Kind of like one of those snakes that eats a whole deer. They just have to sit there and digest it for a while. That's probably what happens here. You downed a bunch of hot dogs over the weekend. Yeah, Trish, the dish is gone this weekend. <laughs> so I was just cooking for myself. I'm like, I have the six pack of dogs I haven't eaten yet. Uh, the, yeah. the jumbo dogs. Might as well cook them all. So I made the jumbo dogs. I had six buns. It was like, it's perfect. <laughs> oh my God. Perfect dinner. And I didn't think that was a lot, but I told you I had six dogs. And you're like, what's wrong with you? That's a lot. Joey Chestnut has a point. You hold on to it for a minute. Yeah, is that what that bulges? Oh. I haven't gone to the bathroom in six days. Ooh. So it's, it's coming. Is that what that smell is. It's coming. Yeah. And we're talking about this just so the Goddard Fire Department knows. It's looking like we could maybe have alcohol at the corner store, the convenience store, by Canada Day next year. Doug Ford government's been talking with convenience store groups. I'm not against this, but I'm kind of with Ontario Public Health. They've expressed some concerns about this. And so I went through this. I used to live in another town and the local grocery store got one of those limited licenses to sell alcohol. And so within like two weeks of them getting this license, I go in to get some fresh produce. They filled the entire produce section with beer. There was no, no like, you, romaine lettuce? No, you go in there and it's like, can I get some limes? Where's the limes? We have Bud Light lime. No, it's for kids. Coors lime? <laughs> Children can uh, drink Coors. Do you have any bread? Beer is basically liquid bread. I think it'll be a great time to be an underage drinker if they bring <laughs> beer to convenience stores. Because if there's anyone I want ensuring the health of our youth, it's an exhausted convenience store clerk making minimum wage. We have a new world record here in Canada, Dundurn, Saskatchewan. Have you ever heard of that place? Never. It's a small place. 650 people live there. But they broke a record because a 1,000 people dressed up as dinosaurs all came to the town and they had a little dance. It's a world record for most dinosaurs in one place. Like they dressed like Barney? You know those kind of inflatable ones that people oh, yeah. run around in? Yeah. Things get hot, dude. Oh, like really hot. I don't know if you've been inside those for a prolonged period, but it is a nightmare. I wouldn't want to do it today. And this kind of heat, too, is just like heat advisories all over the country. Too. Imagine the body odor. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Be rough. Smell worse than Vinastra. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.